The voice that needs no introduction. Touchdown, Green Bay! But here's one anyway. And a dagger delivered by Aaron Rodgers! Your voice of the green and gold for 21 years and counting, Wayne Larrabee and his golden pipes are on Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN. Wayne Larrabee is brought to you by Century Foods. Win two tickets to see the Packers and Seahawks on Sunday, November 14th in Green Bay. Go to Century's Facebook and enter to win by November 3rd. Strap on your seatbelts. It's a special Friday edition because the Packers were their biggest win of the year. Joining us now is the dagger himself, Wayne Larrabee. Wayne, say whatever. What's the first thing you want to say about last night's game? Take it away. <laughs> well, the first thing I want to say about last night's game is what a great win. I mean, you know, I, I was wondering, what are we going to find out about the Packers with all these guys out of the lineup? Well, we found out they're pretty resourceful in getting a win on the road against a, a team that looked to me like it was the best team in the NFC at the time. All right, let's start with it. Isn't the most important play, but sadly, I want to talk about it. Uh, Robert Tunyon hadn't done much. He started doing more, and he had a big catch last night. Third and five on the 20 yard line of Green Bay. Snap, Rodgers, shotgun, rush on, looking, has time, throws it over the middle. Got his man making the catch. Robert Tunyon plus the 30, cutting to his right to the sidelines, barreled down to the Arizona bench. 35 yard line of Green Bay. Isaiah Simmons caught him from behind, forced him out of bounds. First down, Packers, 15 yard gain. And now he's out for the year with a torn ACL. It's just so sad. Injuries. I just can't imagine, Wayne, what it's like to be so incredibly talented, playing better. You get hurt, and it's it's over for a while. Yeah, there were a couple of guys who got hurt. That was a hard-hitting game last night. A couple of guys suffered what appeared to be major injuries, and um, but it's sad to hear that. Uh, you know, I just got off the plane literally from Arizona, so um, it's too bad that um, Bob Bobby Tunyon is uh, an emerging player. I know he didn't have great stats yet this year. But he was starting to make some plays. You mentioned had a couple of touchdown receptions. Big play uh, in Arizona last night. And now to the assistant general manager, Aaron Rodgers, proving he's right again with the performance of Randall Cobb. Third down. Goal to go. The six. Snap Rodgers. Pump fakes once and again. Throws the middle of the end zone. Touchdown! Touchdown! Randall Cobb! They beat Byron Murphy and the Packers Tech on to the lead, 23-14. to 14. And when you play with Aaron Rodgers like Cobb and like Jones and like Jordan, you don't even have to be open and you can still complete big passes. Yeah, that was an amazing catch and, you know, throw. <laughs> First off, a lot of guys wouldn't try that throw in that circumstance with the coverage, but uh, Randall made a great play on it. Um, you know, and hey, two touchdown receptions at a tough game like that, you're going to go to the people you trust and, and certainly – of all the people out there, and, and Aaron trusts them all to a degree, but he trusts uh, Randall Cobb the most. Talking to Wayne Larvey, a special Friday edition of the Packers winning last night. Explain to me your thought on how the Green Bay Packers can now be 7-0 and without a Hall of Fame wide receiver in Devontae Adams. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's amazing. It's an amazing stat, Homer, because it makes no sense whatsoever. But Devontae Adams is their most talented receiver, the most talented receiver they've had in the 23 years I've been doing the games. I didn't do the years Sterling Sharp played. But, um, you know, and I don't get it. I, I know this, and I knew going in the two people had to step up, Aaron Rodgers and um, I thought Aaron Jones. But I, I thought also what worked last night was the game plan. Um, it was going to be a lot of quick hitting passes, a lot of screen passes, 
to get that defense, a downhill defense that rushes the quarterback and obliterates the running game, uh, get them to cover sideline to sideline instead of running straight downhill north to south against your offense. And when you ran the ball, you run it with your most physical running back because it's a physical game up front against a team like that. And uh, A.J. Dillon stepped up big in that game. Aaron Jones was targeted 11 times. I claim that's the most ever for a Packer running back in the history of the Green Bay Packers. What do you think? I don't know if you're right or not. 11 I guess times. We can Google it, right? I want somebody to look it up. Tony's working on it right now. Um, a running back targeted 11 times. Um, anyway, all right, let's get to, uh, because it will be known as the, the Rasul Douglas Green Bay Packer win. Here comes the dagger. Murray with Edmonds to his right. Three receivers spread to the left. Packers leading by three. Both sides out of timeouts. Snap to Murray, looks, throws right side of the end zone, intercepted, and it is intercepted by Rasul, and the Packers get the dagger from the former Arizona Cardinal, Rasul Douglas. And I was so happy for you because I thought when you had the dagger with Aaron Jones thinking it was the touchdown, I said that probably would be the first Early dagger ever in the history of Wayne Larravee, or the first double dagger now in the history of Wayne Larravee. Has it ever happened before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there have been some close calls before. Yep. No, that was not unique. But, you know, i got to tell you, the the call, and they cleaned it up a little bit. Um, You know, I had – do you remember a basketball player, the late Rasul Butler? Yes. All night I was on the verge, and I think I might have done it once or twice earlier in the game, calling – Rasul Douglas, Rasul Butler, and at the very end of that ball game, and they cleaned up the uh, the sound by and I'm glad, glad they did. I, I'm owning up to this, Homer. I screwed it up. I said uh, Butler uh, and on the first call of that, and uh, I'm getting torched today on social media, and rightfully so. But um, I just couldn't get that name out of my mind. You know what I mean? You ever have one of those situations where the a, a name of somebody from the past just and you see this guy, and his name, his first name is the same, and all of a sudden you can't get out of it. You know? Remember, yeah. Twitter doesn't count. That's all you got to know, Wayne. Yes, remember that. Twitter uh, doesn't count. Actually, yes, but we're not going to talk about it. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm just going let it, to let it slide. All right, then Ned, tell us about Rasul Douglas. What did you know? I never knew he got a ring with Philadelphia, and he's been like released by four different teams in the last six months. Um, yeah. And he, but he's he played pretty up- well. He was picked up on October 6th and from the Arizona Cardinals practice squad, and he had never been on a practice squad. And so here he is. He ends up in Green Bay, and he starts playing a lot, starting in Chicago. And then uh, last night, I, I just couldn't believe how many times Kyler Murray threw at uh, – you know, Rasul Douglas. That's he why he led, the team in, he, he led the team in tackles with nine. <laughs> yeah, and, and he never backed down. And then I thought that pass at the end was weird. When you looked at the replay, uh, the receiver, A.J. Uh, Green. Green, was yeah. turning one way, and then the pass came to the exact opposite shoulder from where he was. And he wasn't even – it didn't paired for that throw. Like, he wasn't even expecting it. And then, you know, the throw came to the back shoulder, and – all of a sudden, there was our guy, uh, Rasul Douglas. And that was not an easy interception. It would be easy for that to have gone by or not to notice or to be a fraction yes. late seeing it. He he adjusted perfectly. Yeah, and he, he looked yeah, like he was exactly. blocking almost, Wayne, didn't yes. he? Yeah. Well, there was, a little, there was a little contact in the end zone, but they're not going to call it in that situation. Right. And then you're exactly right. He had to make that interception. Otherwise, they kick a field goal, tie the game, and we go to overtime. And 
overtime is never good for the Packers in Arizona. And early in that uh, drive, Wayne, I, I don't know about you, but uh, as soon as they compl- they made that third and ten uh, from the goal line, from and, the one yeah. yard line, and I don't know who who mm-hmm. caught it, but he was wide open, twenty three yards from uh, green, green. At that green. point, I said they're going to score. I did not. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew they were going to score something at that point. Yeah. What, were you thinking the same thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I had. I must admit, I had visions of some of the weird endings that we've had in Arizona before, and and uh, you know that. The scary part was they were going to get into field goal range, and Matt Prater can hit 64-yard field goals, okay? He can do that. So I just that was what I was worried about. And then when they get into the red zone, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, they could win this thing in regulation. And so, you know, thank goodness the, the Packers hung on, and, um, you know, I, they play their hearts out in that game, and it would have been a real shame for them to lose. I said even if they had lost, it would have been tough. They, they had to – they won that game. They controlled. You could almost say they dominated in terms of their approach. And had they lost, I still think uh, they would have felt, I want to play this team again. We can beat this team. We proved it on, yeah. their, on their. Is that, is that, you believe, do you buy that? Yeah, no, I, I, that, that would have been a very similar feeling to when uh, in 2010 they went to New England without Rodgers and almost beat Brady and the Patriots, who were the best team in the league that year. It, you know, I, they came away with, from a loss. With and this almost never happens in pro sports. Come away from, with a, from a loss with um, renewed confidence, and uh, I think that probably would have been the way it would have been played last night. But I, they, hey, they got the win, and uh, they're in prime position right now. And with seven starters down, I, I thought that was great to see that happen. That was wonderful to see them finish it off and get the win. Seven and one, Wayne Larvey, the Dagger. Thanks for doing it special on Friday. Appreciate it. All right, guys, take care.